Let us turn to this mighty God for another word of prayer. Lord, we come truly, Lord, asking you, Lord, all of you, Lord, right now, none of me, your Lord's servant, to preach your word to us, your people. Speak now, Lord, for your servants, our listening is our prayer. Amen. Amen. As we are in our Advent season leading up to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, we will definitely exchange and give gifts to our loved ones and those whom we love. And so for this time frame, we definitely want to truly look at the truly the gift that God has given us, all wrapped up in a bundling of joy, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so for this reason, I decided for us to look not only just at the nativity scene, the, the activities that surrounded the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but also look at his life. Amen. Because we realize it wasn't just his birth, but yet his life that made the difference in our lives. And so with that, we will, if you join me in the gospel according to Matthew, we will look at these verses of 12 to 22. Uh, in your hearing, I will read verses 12 to uh, 16. Those who are able to stand in honoring of reading of God's word, we uh, welcome you to do so. I'm going to read again the gospel according to Matthew 4, chapter verses 12 through 16. And I'm going to add one in to grow on. We're going to look at verse 23 as well. Uh, reading from the New Living Translation, the word of God says, When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth and left there and moved to Capernaum beside the Sea of Galilee in the region of Zebulon and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah. In the land of Zebulon and Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where a death cast its shadow, a light has shined. Join me, verse 23. Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. Praise God uh, for his words. You may be seated. As you take your seat, if you can help me announce this to your neighbor, the gift of direction. direction. Tell your other neighbor, a gift of direction. direction. And And if you... Know me by now, you know I always have a subtitle, something to add on. Tell them, come to the light. (laughs) Many times we have been into amusement parks, into a a mall, into a place where we had no idea where we wanted to go because we did not know how to get there. And so the first thing you do, they place it right there at the doors are those kiosks with those signs that point out with the red dot or a star or with an arrow saying, you are here. And from that position, you are able to find direction. And from that position, you're able to look to see where you want to go and how you want to get there. And you set your point for me as a child. Many of the children can agree to this, that you go into the place, you look for where the games are, where the clothes are, where the toys are. And you try to make sure mom and dad go in that direction so you can at least stop by those stores. I have a witness here that know what I'm talking about. That when you know where you want to go, you're able to maneuver and manipulate so you can get there, so you can be there. And you want to find out that I see where I am, but I see where I 
want to be. In this text, we look in here that Jesus is found in Galilee. Galilee to us means something to us maybe different to them because you see how he highlighted by Zebulon and Naphtali. Zebulon and Naphtali are children of Jacob. These are tribes of Israel. This place was not a very welcome place. It wasn't a very attractive place. Matter of fact, King Solomon gave it to a man. He called it nothing. And from that time, many of the Gentiles got into the place because Zebulun and Naphtali did not fight out the Gentiles and just move, move, remove them, but they lived among them. That's why it's called the, Jew, the uh, uh, Galilee of the Gentiles, which suggests to them that they were those who were ungodly living with the godly, which means that they were people among the darkness. Y'all see that there? And that's why they were in the valley in the shadow of death. Does that sound familiar to somebody? That way they were in the place of darkness where death and sin was running rampant. And God is saying, I am the light. Come to the light. So we see here that he's trying to impress, impress to them that how Jesus, as he is giving them direction, he gives them light to show them the way. Are you familiar with a lighthouse? What does a lighthouse provide for us? provides light, also it provides direction, and also it provides safety. It's safety to the ships to know that don't come too close to shore or unless you will come underground. But also it's direction to those who are looking for shore, they know where they need to go. But also in the midst of darkness that when they see the light far off from sea, they can say land ho. <laughs> they can realize that we're not lost, there's land nearby. Jesus is the light out of darkness that does the same thing for us, that he brings us safety, that he provides us to see everything around us and let us know you don't want to go this way, but you might want to come this way. Also provides direction and place in a place that we want to go. And so we see here that not only does light and darkness bring direction, but also it brings hope. Has anybody ever had in a dark situation, had a, the power went out in your house and you had to light candles? You had to get a flashlight because you realized that in darkness, you could not see. But with light, you had some hope of seeing. <laughs> and see, light provides hope. It provides a rest. It makes us feel safe. In times of darkness, we all want to see some light. Light brings safety. That's why when people travel in, 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 in times of wilderness that they travel, they make sure they have something to make light. So at night, they can make a fire to keep those beasts away. They want to stay warm and stay comforted by the light. Jesus shined out of the darkness. He began his ministry in darkness. Began his ministry in darkness. And, and I love that because it speaks of us. How we were living in darkness. Living in sin. Not knowing our left from our right, not knowing good or bad, just doing what we thought was good that made us feel good. Jesus saw where we were and stepped into this darkness. He's fulfilling a prophecy given back by Isaiah that out of Galilee. Now, 
pick a pen in there, just think about when we come to Easter, how the prophets taught Charlie, can anything good come from Galilee? Are you from Galilee? They did not look upon Galilee as a place because that was a place of the Gentiles. Therefore, there's no need to go and teach and proclaim there when there's ungodly folk there. They gave up on them. But Jesus began his ministry with those who were deprived, who were depressed, who were stressed, who people have given up. I'm so glad that there's a God that sees others and says, I can help you. He started his ministry in darkness. Galilee also is known for their accent. That's why Peter was also recognized. Aren't you from Galilee? His speech giving him away. No, I'm not from Galilee. And we know what happened, do we not? He denied it three times, cursed about it, said, not from Galilee, because your accent gave it away. People from Galilee were distinct and understood and recognized. Therefore, Jesus was recognized from a man of Galilee, but bringing the good tidings of our Lord and Savior, saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And when you look at how he shined out the shadow of death, we're familiar with the 23rd number of the song, Though I Walk Through the Valley. Of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. The reason why we fear no evil because thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Look here how they don't fear no evil out of the shadow of the death because they can see not just a light but the great light that is the light of the world that brings life to men that's what the gospel of John says in him was light and in him was the life of men that we realize that no matter how much darkness can try to overwhelm us it can't be the light so that's why no matter how dark this world is, aren't you glad that we serve a great light? No matter how much sin tries to rise itself up against the kingdom of God, it cannot overwhelm it. No matter how many people make laws and things that will contradict the laws of God, it cannot beat it because he is the great light. So this great light gives direction. How does he give direction? We looked about how he was walking through Galilee by the sea, finding men, catching fish, and I will make you fishers of men. When you look at how he gave them direction, look at what they left. They left all that they knew to follow something so much greater. Which points to us that Jesus did not just speak as a man of timidity, but he spoke as a man of authority. And when he spoke, people paid attention. And look at the authority that he had, that he was able to speak to them in their livelihood, say, put down those nets and come follow me. They dropped the nets and followed him. He said, I got you two. I see two more. Come follow me. They said they left their daddy on the boat. To go follow Jesus. Do you understand how Jesus walking by the path, his content and his character did something to attract them. They say, I want to know that man. And they draw closer to him. He says, follow after me. And look what happens. They turn this world upside down. These apostles, these disciples are showing to us this as, as, as we are as Christians that he can call us to out of darkness. No matter what you're doing, no matter what you're going through, you can realize that I can leave this darkness to follow the light. The light will lead me into direction. And, 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 and this is how we can grab it. Look, like there's nothing that says that James and John and Peter and Andrew were anybody special. 
Sometimes we look around and we try to say, oh, God can't use me. I'm not good at speaking. I don't look so good. I'm not swift at the feet. I don't know so much. God can use you because he made you. And since he made you, he knows how to use you. He won't misuse you. He won't abuse you. But he will use you for good works because he's a good God. And since he's such a good God, he knows how to give us direction and put us in the position of making difference in this world. So look how he can change our lives' direction. We see here that in darkness they were by the sea in darkness. You see that? In the sea of darkness. And, and they see this great light. Verse 15 says, in the land of Zebulun, Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River in Galilee, where there are so many Gentiles who live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where, de where death cast its shadow, a light has shined. It's showing us that the people, the Jews who are living among the Gentiles, saw the light. <laughs> They were by the sea. They saw the light. They were cast by a gray shadow of death, but they saw the light, and that perked them up. That perked them up. They realized that there is hope. In the midst of this darkness, we've been sitting here messing around with this sin, but now we've seen the light. There is hope. There is direction. And, and look how the Jews have been waiting year after year in anticipation of someone to come to deliver them. And they've never given up. Isn't that something? How they have not given up in hope that God told through Moses, I will raise up someone like you. They've been waiting for that one to come. You see how the ministry began? Jesus began after John's ended. They thought John was the one. He says, I'm not the one. I'm pointing to the one. The one shows up and look what he does. He says, I'm not, don't want you just to get caught up with me, but I want you to know my daddy. John pointed to Jesus as Jesus pointed to the Father. Now it's our responsibility who have seen the light to not only point to us, but not say, don't look at us, but we want to point you to Jesus who can get you to the Father. Y'all see the direction? That when you come to the light, it can lead you into the direction of coming to a greater light of knowing the Father. This direction that Jesus was given to them saying that, that, that my Father, my Father, my Father has sent me. To redeem you. This direction that Jesus has given us is showing us that how we ought to live in order to be obedient to the Father. And so when we live a life that's obedient unto the Father, we can see how the light has changed our lives. When the light has shown you the way, you will show others too how you have known the way. For Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. So we can realize that we too were lost in darkness. Were you not sinking in sin? Darkness was all around you. Then you saw a great light that shines through the darkness. This great light has given you hope. That hope is Jesus. You might have been told your life is worth nothing and that no one loves you. You might have been told that, that nobody will care about you or ever love you. But one day when somebody told you or you heard that for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have 
everlasting life and hearing those words change your perception of yourself, realizing that I am loved and that someone does love me, love me so much they gave me not just life but eternal life. Do you understand how this light brings us hope, brings us direction when everybody else cannot give you anything but God says, I've given you the world? You understand he gave us the world. I don't have time to deal with this one, so I'm just going to give you a brief uh, 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 summary, if you will, of Genesis. He made the earth and said, Adam and Eve, this is yours. He gave us the world. What greater gift than that than our God love us? Oh, but the world's not. I'm going to give you myself. For God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. And so as we look at how we can give direction from how he's given us direction out of sin. And you see how he began his, his ministry about repent. You know, repent is not just confession sins. Repent is a change of mind. Repent means to leave the darkness and walk in the light. Tell your neighbor to leave the darkness and walk in the light. Because we cannot say I love the Lord and walk in darkness. You cannot say, I love the Lord, but love darkness. Light and darkness have no fellowship. Where light is, darkness is not. And so when we come to the light, we are walking in a life of purity, holy, gentleness, kindness, mercy, love, expressing the, what God has. And, and, and I want to highlight this real quick to grab that when you have Jesus filled up in your heart, what should come out of your mouth? And so the times when hatred and anger and cursing and spew stuff come out of our mouth, there's some other stuff that's shown up in our heart that our body needs to reject and get up out of there so we can have more love and patience and gentleness coming out of our mouth. Tell you never come to the light. I want to close this out with this illustrations of looking at some light. Can we do that? We look at the sun. The sun rises in the east, sets in the west. The sun gives us our time. We go by high noon, and we know where the sun is at this peak, and long shadows come out. We know which noon time. We measure our day by the sun. When the sun goes down, many of us are inside the house. People build houses and buildings based on the sun, that they want sun to come in through those big windows to brighten up their rooms and brighten up their houses. People arrange their furniture to be around sunlight, that they re reshape it so they can be in a certain position. It's amazing how people will measure and put their lives in order just around the sun. Can I give us another example? Not only do we do the sun by day, but the moon by night. The moon lights up the sky along with the stars. I was told of a story about how these, these mans were taking slaves and they were trying to take them to the United States of America, but they did not know how to navigate by the stars, so these were slaves at night, so the slaves were taking them back to Africa by night. And they were trying to make it to the States by day. <laughs> Wonder why I was taking it so long, because they did not know their direction, but the slaves knew how to look at the stars and know their direction. Am I helping somebody out? Because they know when they look at the Big Dipper, what's at the top of the Big Dipper? <laughs> the North Star, and they knew if I follow that star to freedom. Things are going to change. You see how we use light 
to give us direction and anticipation and hope. Is there not a great light we're waiting for? The bright and the shining star who one day is going to come and show us all how we will have a glorious time. Are we not waiting for that light to shine and break through and give us and, and remove all pain, all death, all misery, all strife so that we might fully embrace eternal life? What greater gift is this? This is the gift of no matter what I am going through, no matter what we are facing, we have a gift that cannot be distinguished. We have a gift that cannot be extinguished, a gift that cannot be taken away, a gift that cannot be destroyed, a gift that is precious, a gift that's beyond measure, a gift that gives us direction, gives us hope, and hallelujah, it gives us satisfaction. It's not a gift I need a receipt because I'm going to exchange it later. It's not a gift I'm going to rewrap and give it to somebody else. But it's a gift that we want to say, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Thank you, Jesus. Salvation is mine. It's mine. It's mine. Hallelujah. The Lord is mine. It's mine. It's mine. And this all comes from this great gift of light that shined out of darkness. To let us know that I am bigger and greater than your darkness. I am better than all that's surrounding you. And I've come to get you, even those others have forgotten you. I have remembered you. And I've come. I've come out of where there's many Gentiles and there's many Jews. Because I did not just come to save the Jews. But I came to save the Gentiles. Aren't you glad that our God is not... a is not a despective person, that he has not just come for one group, but he came for us all. And since he came for us all, that light is so great that it gives all directions. And this great light can be our light to give us hope. And as we give hope, we will not only grab others, we'll grab others to point to our Lord as he will point them to the Father. Because Jesus says, no man can get to the Father, but through me. Aren't you glad he came to give us a direction to get to the Father? Every head by the rise, because, Lord, we just come right now, oh God. Just thank you for the direction you've given us. Lord, we ask right now that you continue to work on us. Help us to remove those darknesses in our eyes, out our lives, oh God. Help us, Lord, to remove darkness in our hearts. Now, Father, Lord, we will no longer live in those places, but, Lord, we'll, we'll walk in your light. Lord, we'll speak truth, Lord. We'll be honest. We'll be men and women of integrity. God, we'll be faithful to your word. Father, help us right now just to truly, Lord, just turn it all over to you. Lord, let us leave those things behind, oh God, that are not of you. And Lord, follow after you. And Lord, let us go where you go. Let us say what you have us to say. Let us do what you want us to do. Lord, let us not get caught up, Lord, with exchanging of gifts of material issues, Almighty God, and lose sight of, of who you are. But, Lord, as we exchange gifts, Lord, let us do so out of love of Christ, Almighty God, and not for uh, uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Lord, help us truly to keep you in the center of all things. And may you be glorified and may you be magnified by all that we say and that we do. In Jesus' great name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. May we stand, extend the hand of discipleship.